It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Hello, what's going on? Welcome to the Daily Score. I am Mark Grody, and let's zero in a little bit on the Bears' defense for a moment. We'll get to Justin Fields and Matt Eberflus's thoughts on the offense, but one thing that maybe the Bears are showing is a good amount, and, and they, you know, some of this was built last year, but there's a decent amount of depth in the Bears' secondary. We talked about that as a position of strength from a starter's point of view, but all of a sudden, you have had in the last two years contributions from Josh Blackwell and Jalen Jones. In this game on Thursday, the Bears' 40-20 to win over Washington, Greg Stroman might have been the MVP of the defense with a sack and an interception. And I promised you guys yesterday, I told you, look, I don't just say stuff, okay? You know, a lot of people just say stuff. I will deliver on my promises. I told you guys I would talk to Greg Stroman Jr. I told you that, that there's going to be a new Stro show in town, okay? There's a new Stro show in town. He is Greg Stroman Jr. Had a whale of a game on Thursday, and you're damn right he was the next man up. And it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing just to be in the building and just play this game that we all love. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's been fun. It's been a grind, and uh, definitely it just brings me closer to the, a lot of the guys in the locker room. And I can only say it's just been a blessing, man. Did it have extra meaning for you to do it in Washington? Yeah, it was fun to do it there in front of my family. My family was there, was able to see the game, so that was fun. Well, I put our best foot forward. What's more gratifying to you in a game, getting an early interception? Or a dialed up sack and we get home. The win, man. Just the win. Like it, it means nothing if we if we would have lost. So I mean, just just leaving with a win, being able to help my team when my number is called is that just means the world to me. So both. 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 So I just wanted to deliver on that promise. Good for Greg Stroman Jr. And if nothing else, when you know that you have that guy. Yeah, you know, he's not Going to be replacing Kyler Gordon or Jalen Johnson anytime soon. But, look, the dude played was balled out, man. And, you know, he's been around a few years. So that you could have a developing player on your hands as well. As for the rest of that defensive backfield, Kyler Gordon cleared to practice. So we'll see him out there. No guarantee that he's going to play, but I think he'll play. Um, Also... Who was the other guy? Oh, Doug Kramer. Doug Kramer, the offensive lineman, also cleared to play. That has nothing to do with the secondary. But, uh, look, we take care of our Illini guys. Doug Kramer, local guy, eight bears on a, on a scale of one to ten. That's pretty good. So Doug Kramer returns as well. The running back situation is problematic for the Bears. I mean, it's pretty funny how you know, it's, it's such a devalued position. We know all about that. And then all of a sudden – I was, as the running backs went down one after another on Thursday night, Khalil, Khalil Herbert, Travis Homer, and Roshan Johnson was like, oh, my God, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Don't stop getting hurt. We can't. It can't be down to Kari Blassen game. But it did come down to Kari Blassen game, who was fine. Eight carries and 26 yards. But I don't know about you, but I, I wanted to hold running backs close to me after that. 
the Bears were put in a position because of all the injuries where they brought back an ex-Bear. They signed Darrington Evans off the Dolphins practice squad because all of those guys are injured. And here's Darrington Evans talking about that. Watching that, what do you think of that as a running back? Yeah, uh, I was watching the game. Um, you know, seeing guys go down, you never want to see that. Um, I was happy to see Kari get a chance. You know, obviously being around Kari for my whole career in Tennessee and here, I know what he can do. So everybody sees Kari as a fullback. I see Kari as a running back. Um, seeing him actually get some runs in practice and other games, different things like that. So I knew the team would be following Kari in the game. He had to have been thrilled, right? Yeah. Yeah, I texted him right after the game. I'm like, bro, you're supposed to do a little more than what you did. I wanted to see you show some of the moves off, but he did a good job. Yeah, again, Kari blasting game, eight carries, 26 yards. And I'm going to make another promise to you. Ray, write this down, another promise. I will talk to Kari Blassingame to tell him what Greg Stroman said, that you know he expected a little bit more out of him. So make sure I deliver on that promise because that's what we're building here. We're one for one on matching promises. It will happen. So that was Darrington Evans. I don't know if he's going to play. We don't know the statuses of Roshan Johnson and Travis Homer and Khalil Herbert as of now. It looks like the Herbert thing, he could be out three to four weeks. That might even be IR, which would be automatically four weeks down for Herbert. But uh, we'll see how much running backs matter, I think, if nothing else, right? Like this is an experiment, and can you just throw anybody in there and they'll be all good? I mean – so we might find out a little bit about that. Let's go to Matt Eberflus now and, and talk more about the offense. And it's pretty obvious that things have gotten a whole hell of a lot better in the last two weeks to the point where I am back to, all right, let's see this quarterback. Do you have a quarterback? Do you have a quarterback? I'm not ready to say yes yet, but it's back on. I haven't given up on Justin Fields. Matt Eberflus, why is the offense looking so good all of a sudden? When you guys went back and last scouted one. the schemes, when you looked at the first three weeks on offense compared to the last two, what what led to the, the change? I just think that uh, we were we were aggressive. Um, I really do. Um, I think that uh, you know Justin's more comfortable, and I think that we're just getting you know used to the continuity and the consistency of playing with and next to each other. And I think that's just really it. Okay. I mean, whatever the reason, I mean, and there is something, a lot of times you hear something just like sounds like BS from the head coach and maybe that was just BS, but (laughs) I will say that the continuity factor was something that early on in, you know, all the way back to the, to the mini camps and the individual practices, continuity was the word they were boasting and then they lost continuity because of all the injuries in training camp. So now you could say that there is a comfort now finally with Justin Fields and his guys. At least that's what the Flus is saying. Um, that's not all the reason for Fields's surge. It's game plan. It's DJ Moore. It's DJ Moore is a huge part of that. I mean, that is a quarterback-friendly wide receiver because he lets you know that he's open because <laughs> he is open. That's, that's his – you know, talent, getting open and then runs yards after the catch. Like, he's better at it than most, I think. So that helps a hell of a lot. And then, you know, identifying that guy. We talked about this a little bit the other day on the podcast. And the ability to identify the open guys instead of us all harping on Justin Fields. So, my God, this guy was wide open in the end zone. That guy was wide open 30 yards down the field and you dumped it off. That's a big part. So hopefully Justin Fields, for everybody's sake, with the Bears organization – 
and fans of Justin Fields that he continues to progress in that regard. Last topic of the day is the defensive staff. And with Alan Williams's weird, myster- still mysterious departure, Matt Eberflus has been calling plays. It sounds like he will continue to call plays, but he's sounding like a guy who's going to hire somebody to do something on the defense. Here's Eberflus. And that position really for me is, is more of an analyst, more of a senior uh, defensive analyst uh, that would uh, do advanced work um, for us. Uh, for the up- upcoming opponent, what would give us uh, certainly ideas and, and things how to attack um, that that upcoming opponent, and just to get another set of eyes uh, for advancing uh, for us in that. And again, I don't have names, I don't have a timetable for that right now at this time, uh, but that will be coming shortly. Would you be looking for somebody experienced, someone that you've someone you've worked with before that could take? some of the defensive coordinator responsibilities off your plate? Really just, uh, you know, looking at a few guys, you know, and I think it's important to uh, get the right guy, uh, but certainly experience helps. Certainly somebody that's been in the league, you know, a while or has been in the league, so I think that's important that way. But also knows, you know, has relative and knows your defense a little bit too, so I think that's good. Um, But, again, we're ongoing in the process of that, and uh, hopefully we'll get that uh, going here shortly. Theoretically, what do you Would that analyst be in the building? What's that? Would they be based in the building, or would they do that? Uh, we're still working through that. We're still working through that. That's definitely a possibility in the building, re- working partly remotely, so we can we can do uh, either one. Okay. I mean, pretty self-explanatory, right? I mean, he wants a scout, an advanced scout, essentially. And so that doesn't sound like a guy who would be on the practice field, doesn't sound like a guy who would be involved in much on game day, it is what it is. So, Flus. I got a feeling old Flus going to be calling plays all year long. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, based on the game plan that he put together against Washington, I mean, if he keeps doing that, then I don't think we need to question him very much. And I hope that that is the case, but we shall see. Quarterback and offensive coordinator will speak on Wednesday. Going to be another busy week this week at Hallis Hall. I'll be reporting every day on the score and on the daily score. For our executive producer, Ray Diaz, I am Mark Grody. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day.